0: Going Linux, Episode 351, Review of PingEye 18.04. Welcome to the Going Linux Podcast. I'm your host, Larry Bushy.
1: And I'm your co-host, Bill. Whether you're new to Linux, upgrading from Windows to Linux, or just thinking about moving to Linux, this podcast will provide you with valuable information and advice that will help you in Going Linux.
0: We hope that you'll find this and all of our episodes helpful in learning about Linux and open source applications and using them to get things done.
1: If you want, you can send us feedback at our email address at goinglinux at gmail.com or leave a voicemail at 1-904-468-7889.
0: Today's episode is a review of the PingGuy operating system. Hello Bill. Yeah hello (laughs) (laughs) hi it's been a bit of a rough week for you just getting this uh recording started with another challenge thanks to our people in the um um Redmond uh, facilities of operating system developing companies.
1: Yeah, it's always a wonderful joy dealing with them. Uh, Apparently, uh, everything was working last night. I had to log into my Windows partition to do send a report for work. And uh, I went to bed. And when I got up, it had updated and rebooted and nothing worked. (laughs) And of course, you know, since I had checked it last night, and I didn't think about checking the first thing this morning And of course went to record And it's like oh we can't find your uh, Sound driver at all Oh by the way we can't connect to your um Internet Very reliably And so it's just been one of those days
0: Yes And for an audio podcast not to have Sound or internet <laughs> Can be a bit of a challenge to record Slightly
1: a <laughs> slightly. <laughs> So anyway. But anyhow,
0: we're 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 here and we're working and uh things are good.
1: Thank you, Ubuntu. <laughs> yeah. And stock Ubuntu has saved my life again. Okay. Yeah, quick so,
0: reinstall and away we go.
1: Yeah, it was like uh, the quickest install ever. Um
0: Yeah. So other other than, other than crashes or <laughs> or failures or whatever we want to call what just happened, uh how have things been going for you?
1: I've been playing with um Guild Wars 2 on Linux, and it runs pretty well. Uh, the mm, only good. the only thing that um, I have... My machine has a pretty high-end uh, NVIDIA card, and uh, one thing I've discovered is that the driver uh, on Windows works much better than the one in um, Linux, because mm-hmm. um, when I run Guild Wars 2 in uh, Windows, it... Uh, Gets about seventy-five frames a second, and uh, in Linux, yeah. it only gets thirty-five, mm. which might not yeah. sound like a lot, but when you get a lot of uh, killing going on, it just uh, uh, sometimes it lags, and um, it, I, it, it there's no parity. Uh, I think the uh, the the driver just does not work as well. And, uh, but it's playable um, with you know I can live with it because anything above 30 is acceptable. but I just you know I'm just like I got a 1070 card in this thing and I can't seem to get it to go above um, uh, 35. Sometimes it'll jump to 40 for just a second and then drop down, but that's like half the performance. And mm-hmm. have you yeah. have you ever heard about stuff like that?
0: yeah all the oh. time oh, and okay. it it's it's mainly because you're dealing with proprietary hardware and ah. uh you know proprietary driver for windows and the the linux drivers although they do, they're doing the best they can they just because it's proprietary they're not going to release everything you need to know in order to make it perform as well on linux as it does on windows and all that same story ah. about you know, proprietary versus open source. And there may be some tweaks out there for NVIDIA drivers with Guild Wars, but not being a gamer, I don't know where to point you, but uh, I'm sure you've already looked for as many as you can find. But maybe maybe some of our minions will be able to help?
1: Maybe. Um, like I said, it's a GTX uh, 1070, and uh, I really didn't look for any um, tweaks. I, I, I loaded the uh, the... Proprietary and it worked well uh, Mm -hmm. as well as to be expected. I was just hoping for a little better performance, but I can live with it. Uh, It's better than having to boot into that other operating system that made my morning a little rough. So, anyway, yeah, (laughs) one of the great things about when Ubuntu releases a new uh, version of their operating system is that you know. We get a bunch of new respins, and so it's always fun to right. see what everybody's doing. And when I first started in Linux, I had run Ping Guy for a while, and it was okay. I enjoyed it, but I hadn't really looked at it in a while because I've been looking at uh, uh, like uh, PC Linux OS or uh, Mint or so. I just kind of forgot about it. Mm-hmm. So what I so what I did is said, you know what? Now that uh, uh, it's out and he's respun this, I decided to um, give it a look. And uh, I don't know about you, but as I've gotten into um, Linux, I, I I kind of gone to more of the um, not bare minimum, but just you know, I don't need all the whiz bang. Remember all the crazy compes? You could do the cube and stuff. I really don't look for that anymore. I just look for stability and uh, the ability to do uh, my work. So I, I like a little eye candy. I like how, you know things looking nice and modern, but I, I really don't care about the wobbly windows anymore or anything like that. So I decided to. Uh, look at Pinguy just because yeah i figured hey it was going to be a a good distro to look at and see if maybe we could recommend it
0: yeah absolutely and yeah spinning cubes i never got into that <laughs> oddly windows i ha- i had that for a little while uh i still use compass today on Did you? uh yeah on um uh, ubuntu mate uh, mainly because it's easy to enable and it's installed by default and it's one of the Uh, you know, window managers that you can use. Uh, So I do that mainly in order to get a couple of features around changing application switching apps Mm -hmm. uh, and uh, a zoom effect, um, screen zoom that I like to use. That it's available on Compiz and it's actually superior to the the zoom features that are provided as part of the accessibility settings okay. uh, so i that that's one of the reasons i use it it's just that much better and i don't need it for accessibility purposes but i do want to zoom in on things from time to time for a number of different reasons and getting old. i just like it better yeah well that's one of them <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're both getting old. But you know the yeah. the one the feature that I do like is the multiple desktops. I use that quite a bit. Yeah. And mm-hmm. uh but that's about you know my you know for a while I went real like I was a real big fan of Crunchbang. And uh, Mm. I like that minimalist, and I guess it kind of rubbed off. So anyway, um, I haven't really looked at uh, one of these distros. And just to give you kind of a quick idea before we jump into this is Pinguy has always been known to include a lot of stuff in in their um, distribution. And Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how much stuff until uh, (laughs) I downloaded it. So with that, let me uh, ask you, have you ever heard of Pinguy?
0: Yes. Yes, okay. I have. Okay. As a matter of fact, I remember you talking about it every once in a while, and I have have to admit, I have never tried it. The website looks nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> but
1: other than that... Yeah, the website, if you go to their help section and stuff, it's actually outdated, Though it was the last couple of days oh, ago when really? I checked it. It, it only gives... Uh, uh, he's updated the the look of it, but a lot of the help files are not updated for 1804 yet. And ah, okay, and because I think his yeah, last
0: documentation often oftentimes lags behind yeah. the release. Yep.
1: You'd figure that that would be uh, well. I would have uh, updated uh, documentation because there's been a lot of changes. His last long term release was 1404, I believe, because he only builds on long term releases. Mm-hmm. So anyway, um, I'm sure he'll get to it. So basically, Ping guy had everything that you could possibly want, and uh, we're going to talk about that uh, a little bit later. But uh, let me tell you what I did. I uh, I tried running it on uh, i run it on my base metal, and then I'm trying running VM, and want to see how they both did. So anyway, I reached out to developer Pingai. His name is uh, mm-hmm. a Tony. I think that's right. If I'm murdering his name, that's nothing unusual. But a Tony Norman. <laughs> um, okay. He seems really like a nice guy, and uh, uh, I would like to read part of his email to me because he responded back uh, and was very open. Because I I said, hey, I'm going to be doing a review of your distribution. Is there anything that you would like? me to concentrate on or anything you'd like to, uh, you know, cover, you know, just to give him the heads up and see if he had anything that he wanted me to concentrate on. And so his reply was, uh, I won't read all of it, but it was, uh, he said, I learned more uh, from the feedback from reviews, uh, so just be honest. If there's something you don't like or it works in a way you're not happy with, point it out. This way, it gives me something to work on and improve. And so that was probably one of the nicest open emails. You know, he basically said, "Hey, be honest. If you don't like something, let me know, Um, Mm -hmm. and and so I can work on it." You know, he. I didn't get any. um, um, You know, don't don't dare give a bad review or anything like that. He was very open, and that was kind of refreshing. So, um, he also sent some links in the email, and I include them in the show notes about, uh, how to do certain things like, uh, how to place personal file, recycle, bin network on your desktop, and stuff like that. And they're in the show notes, and I watched them, they're not bad, so you can give those a look because he's really on a heavily modified GNOME. So, anyway, um, okay. I enjoyed, uh, talking to him he's a nice guy and i'm going to continue uh working with him uh hopefully um he uh will take some ideas and stuff but he, like i said he seems to me like a really nice guy so um anyway
0: well that's good yeah so uh sounds like uh, it's very encouraging that you've got um, some feedback and yes. that uh you know he's he's willing to take uh take feedback from users of his operating system.
1: So let me tell you, <laughs> the first thing, Larry, is it's huge. The ISO is clocking in at a massive 3.2 gigabytes. Ooh. Yeah. yeah it's,
0: that's DVD size. <laughs> yes. It is
1: big. Now there's yeah. reason for that. Ping guy packs everything in this distribution then adds the kitchen sink on top of it.
0: <laughs> oh, wow. Okay.
1: And I'm going to need your help to, help, uh, to cover some of these. It's not a complete list, okay. but just to kind of give you an idea. Uh, so if you don't mind, let's start.
0: All right. So um, some of the things that are included in Pingai include the Atril document manager, which is a PDF viewer, uh, bleach bit boot repair bracero calibre clementine discord dropbox deluge an ebook reader and uh, editor uh, filebot firefox uh, gparted gtkpod Pod, handbrake libreoffice mate calc uh, oracle java mission control you're kidding no. no. Anyway, commentary <laughs> aside, uh, image viewer play on Linux. I'm getting tired. Your turn, Bill.
1: <laughs> okay. Then we've got <laughs> Pluma text edit, uh, Variety, mm-hmm. which is a desktop changer, Telegram okay. desktop, OpenShot, Ping guy Build. It's a, a builder, a Ping guy builder. Mm-hmm. Skype, Team viewer, Spotify, VLC. DVD, which is a DVD uh, writer, I believe, Uh, Mm -hmm. Plex Media Manager, WX Finance, Tweaks, YPPA Manager, and USB Flash. And that's just some of it. There are more, but I I think you can get the idea.
0: Most of those things I've heard of and consider them pretty good software, but did you need them all in one distribution? Default by d- installed by default?
1: Yeah. You you know, you would think that installing everything, I know what he was trying to do, but he just there's so much in there, it's, I would I would suggest not installing I mean it's like three point two gigabytes. I mean some of this stuff is Redundant. We'll talk about that in a little while. So
0: mm-hmm. it sounds to me like he included all the stuff that he uses.
1: <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, it's just I would rather have something that I could just install. I mean, I would rather not have to uninstall. It's like you're opt into everything. <laughs> <laughs> right. I well, mean,
0: to be honest, you know, so far, Pin Guy doesn't sound too bad. If you want a distribution that includes everything, including the kitchen sink, this might be the distribution for you. Um, since it has so much, you kind of have to expect that the download image is going to be a bit big.
1: Yeah. The The only thing is, um, let's go over some, uh, just some of this real quick. You know, yeah. bleach bit, I don't think I'd use. Mm-hmm. The boot repair is a great idea. Uh, mm-hmm. Brasero was, you know, I use a lot. Uh, Calibre. Clementine is a pretty good, uh, MP3 player. I enjoy it. Discord, which we use every time we record, Dropbox yep. is good, and Deluge is good. But I find that, uh, I think transmission works a little better, but it, that's, it's, they're apples to dapples apples. You know, it's kind of
0: mm-hmm. what you want. And those, applications just for those who aren't aware are for downloading um
1: yeah. uh torrents
0: torrents right
1: the but this is where it gets weird it's, uh, he installed filebot and i could never get it to work at all hmm. um i don't I, even know what that is uh filebot is a file download a file downloader from what i can gather I could never really get to do anything. It just it would display this really big, ugly um, screen, and it just I could never get to do anything. Uh, Mm. So, you know, Firefox, okay. You know, I'm sick of seeing Firefox installed as the uh, base. I'd rather see like a uh, Chromium, you know, the open source version of Chrome. Uh, But Mm you know, no beef there. G parted, yeah, I, I use quite a bit, um, but GTK Pod not really that much. Handbrake every once in a while. LibreOffice is a must, but the one yeah. I don't understand is Oracle Java Mission Control. <laughs> yeah, just, uh, yeah, exactly. I don't I, I understand it, and so and then we've got um, the variety desktop changer. And I'll get into that one a little bit later. But you know, OpenShot, um, eh, TeamViewer, I—I don't think I've used it more than two or three times. Yet. It's just there's just so much that you know. I don't know, like WX Finance. Eh, I don't really, you know, if I want to use it, that's great. Tweaks I can understand. But the one thing I did notice is this thing relies on a lot of PPAs, and mm, okay. uh, that's you know you can go one way or another on those. But uh, you know none of it's bad choices. It's just I'm never gonna I'm not gonna use Plex Media Manager. That's you know not on yep. my laptop. You know what I'm saying? So right, I some of the stuff I think should like like open shot should probably be uh, an a um a download that you choose the plex media mm-hmm. manager yeah. the wX finance um, so I can't fault him on putting this stuff because uh he wants to get as much in his um, distribution but it's just sometimes you just wonder why do I you know I don't want this I, I don't have a iPod, so I don't need GTK pod. That'd be something that I would install if I needed it. But right. uh, you know, all in all, um it's uh he's trying to make some good choices. I'm just don't I just think he's putting too much in it. Uh, mm-hmm. And so what do you think? Do you think I'm being too critical uh about this uh or
0: Well, you're the one who did the review, so I'm kind of interested in your thoughts about it. Uh so the really the only thing that I can comment on is the size, the number of applications and the questionable choice of some of the applications. I think I understand as well what he's trying to do in terms of getting exposure to a lot of uh, software that's available on Linux. Uh, I was going to say open source software, but some of this is proprietary software as well, like Skype and the Oracle stuff, and uh, and so on. So it's not just open source software.
1: What does Java Mission Control do? <laughs> I didn't even look at that, but it has Oracle in it, and you just cringe. Yeah. So far, you don't think it sounds too bad, okay? So
0: it's it's not too bad from the perspective that if you want all this stuff, great. If you want a lightweight distribution to install on maybe a Raspberry Pi, this one's not for you. No, you know?
1: definitely, definitely <laughs> <Yeah>. not. <laughs> um, yep. So now just some of the quick boring tech specs. Um, it's running kernel 4.15.0-20 generic, which is pretty standard. Uh, the yep. desktop is a heavily modified GNOME. So okay. uh, you know, it, I I like the the look of it, um, but it's it's really really relying on a lot of GNOME extension stuff. You know, it's huge, three point two gigabytes, yeah. Uh, and you know, and I just want to also say he only builds on long term service releases, so that's good. I I can understand that because yeah. yeah. Uh, and it uses lots of PPAs.
0: Uh, yeah, as far as the GNOME modifications, whenever I see people customizing things, I kind of wonder, you know, is is there a real, is, is there real value in the customizations that they're providing? And is there no way that they can provide it through just configuration? And maybe he is just configuring as opposed to uh, modifying, like, adding Gnome extensions and so on, but mm-hmm. even that can cause, you know, you've got a problem with an extension that can cause Gnome to crash. So not something that I would recommend if I were building a distribution. Uh, my recommendation would be, let's stick with the out of the box as much as possible. And if we're going to modify something, um, let's make sure that it's adding value and not just, uh, there for visual effect. And I'm not having not used or reviewed it, I can't say he's doing one or the other, but that's just my recommendations in general, I think.
1: Yeah, and I don't know if I'd want to be relying on so many PPAs, you know, one or two, but um it just it's just so many to get yeah. the different functions and you know, that's just more it's just adding a lot more complexity. And right. Then I think really needs there. Uh, I know, I know, I know what he's trying to do. He's trying to include where everybody can, you know, include everything. That everybody could wish for, it, but it's where it's falling down. Uh, yeah. Okay. There, it, there's too much. It's confusing. And even running on my system, it was slow. And I don't have a uh, a low end system. I mean, so mm-hmm. yeah, I I wouldn't recommend this for a. Um, an older laptop. Uh, I was just like, "Why is this? I mean, why does this feel so slow? It felt kind of like in molasses almost." But that's you know, that's just me. The interface was clunky because I believe he he was just modifying it and and putting stuff on top of it. And remember, I told you I was going to talk to you about variety. A variety mm-hmm. is that desktop changer. It's annoying. Okay. <laughs> it's just. Okay. It, and you have to dig through menus to find it. And the first thing I did was disable it because it changes the desktop. And I'm kind of particular. Some people probably won't care. Some people might like it. But I choose my desktop background and that's what I want it to stay. I don't want to see a sliding. Oh,
0: I. Yeah. Okay. So what it does is it it changes the desk back, background wallpaper.
1: From, yeah. At a, at uh, certain uh, intervals, okay. you can disable it. Got it. But it yep. that that should not be um, enabled by default. It should be something you. Can,
0: yeah. That's yeah. That that's the kind of thing that I'm talking about when I say it. if you're going to modify something, make sure that it adds value and not just visual effect.
1: Yeah. And uh, the um, there is so much jammed in it kind of feels haphazard. and uh, mm-hmm. uh, it just programs uh, open huge windows like the file manager, and the, he's got a I can't remember the name of it. it uh, shows the performance and's got your network and your CPUs and and it's just it, the theming's not consistent. Um, mm. and that is a big, uh, bother to me because, I mean, I can understand program look a little different, but, uh, when you open one and it looks like it's in uh, 16 color. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. Or uh, that's probably an exaggeration, but, you know, you go from, uh, you know, something like, um, uh, where Mate or Mint has, you know, everything kind of. Looks the same in the window. You're not opening weird
0: yeah, right. size,
1: yeah. and it's not some awful. You know, like this one I was looking at was like uh, green and black and red and yellow, and, mm-hmm. and just looks like uh, something that you would have loaded in Windows three one one. And so it just, yeah, I was not really. Um, Impressed with that, the theming needs to be more consistent, and the whole thing feels like it's sort of out of focus. It's not. It's it's kind of hard to explain, but it, it, because you have so many different styles of of programs and windows open, it just you know makes you go, uh, "What was he thinking?" Um, mm. and. So that's that was my initial reaction to it. Now, to be fair, uh, I think he does a lot of this himself. I don't think he has a big team or a lot of volunteers. And you can tell he loves what he does. Mm-hmm. But uh, the pink eye Linux needs a lot of polishing. Yeah, I like the desktop. It looks nice, but there's things that need to be added and, to make it better. And one of the simplest ones is you should be able to right click and uh adjust your desktop settings, yeah you, know, you can't do that. You have to dig um, through menus and that's okay. or to add an icon or add a folder um I shouldn't have to watch a YouTube video to be able to do that, Hmm. yeah. Uh, it okay. should be intuitive in and that, and that's the kind of little stuff uh that makes it feel like um what was this guy what was this guy thinking well was his methodology right. behind it um,
0: you should be able to discover how to use things, and it should be if it's not intuitively obvious it, it should be something that is easy to find, right. <laughs>
1: Yes, it, it should be easy to find. And you know the menus. Um, if you look at some screenshots, you'll see there's lots of menus. And I don't like digging through a bunch of menus just to turn off the desktop changer. Uh, yeah. I don't. I you know. Um, I don't like having to dig through menus to be able to see what my network's doing and stuff. Now, the one thing that I, where he's fallen down is he's made some advances, you know, and yeah, you, know, you know, putting bars where he thinks that people would like them. But mm-hmm. when he does that, you like, "Well, that's a good idea, but why can't I add a folder to the desktop?" Mm. Uh, yeah. I don't know about you, but when you know, I'm. Writing a a paper, or I'm downloading files, and I I just need to quickly throw them into a a folder so I can jam them onto a USB USB stick or something like that. I don't want to have to dig through a bunch of menus. I don't want to have to do you know, go around you know my elbow to get to my hand type of thing. (laughs) Uh, But that's that's just me. I mean, this might feel intuitive. It just didn't feel like um, a lot of. I know. he tried, but there wasn't a lot of uh thought on how to make this uh productive, yeah,
0: and if he's working on it himself without a team of people to help him out uh that's um that that's got to be tough and yeah. yeah i I'm amazed that he can do what he's that what he's done if he's just working on his own here and you know it it sounds like because you've been in touch with. Anthony, uh, uh, you, you may have some suggestions for him so and you've suggested as well that you might be uh, that you might be willing to help him out a little bit, so what suggestions do you have
1: uh, the first one oh please, oh please, lose the spinning multicolor mac os uh cursor when it's mm. thinking it actually shows the Mac. Uh spinning multicolor! Oh,
0: yeah, the beach ball.
1: Yeah, the beach ball. I hate that thing. <laughs> That's just my <laughs> own personal thing. I, I, you know, it's it just doesn't fit. <laughs> um, I do have some suggestions, and mind you, these are just my thoughts. First thing I would suggest okay. is cut the programs down. Uh. Have them as optional downloads. Right. Uh, but not install everything. I, I would pick the best in class and install it. Uh, some of the ones I would say is, uh, instance, having Discord and Skype installed, that's a great idea. Um, Mm -hmm. having Dropbox and Google Drive, another great idea. Um, but, you know, pick a, uh, File Manager and stay with it. Don't install GTK Pod, you know, because not everybody has iPods. Most of them are now connecting with mm-hmm. Android phones. If they need it, it should be right there. Uh-huh. Um, just pare down the um, the selections. Um, another one I think would be a great. Instead, install Chrome and Firefox. Or just have mm-hmm. it where which one would you like? Would you like to have Chrome or would you like to have Firefox or would you like to have Opera or whatever? Opera or
0: something.
1: Yeah. 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 And the way that uh some districts do it is when you come up you can actually say, I want this browser, I want this, you know, just have it where you can you know, you can pick what you want and in Have it where you just click it and install it. I think that'd be a great idea and it would really pare down his, uh, the downloads, uh, and the size of his ISO. Um, right. You know, how about offering a lighter desktop or one that does not require you to mod, that, that you haven't modified so much? Uh, because there's only one choice and that's the Ping Guy, uh, desktop. And why I think it has um, a lot of uh, promise, there's better ones out there that, you, with just a little bit of modification, you can get uh, probably 95 of the uh, of percent of what he wants to do. And you know, focus. I would focus on paring down the choices. And focus on the interface, uh, getting, um, getting to options. just too many clicks. You know, streamline the process. Uh, look, uh, look at some of the other projects and what they're doing. And two that I would recommend is Mate and Mint. And even Fedora. Uh, look, just steal ideas. I mean, that's, that's always the best. And, I would say look at Mate first and see because they've really ta- – they've taken – you because know, it's built on Gnome 3, but it looks like Gnome 2, and right. it, it's really, really fast. And then look at Mint and how they've uh, designed their desktop and how things look so pretty with Cinnamon. And then, of course, uh, you go and look at Fedora. 'Cause Fedora uses basically a stock GNOME three. And just kind of mm. see where you could uh take some of their ideas and make yours better. Uh what do you think? You think do you think is a decent one suggestions?
0: Yeah, those are excellent suggestions. Um that, that last one about looking at other distributions uh and getting inspiration from them. Uh this is open source. Uh, it's It's not plagiarism. It's building on the shoulders of giants. And that's what, uh, you know, that's what open source is all about. And some other suggestions that I might have, just based on your review here, are uh, if anyone in the Pingai community or anyone interested in helping out Pingai that is a UX uh, user experience designer or a UI user interface designer... um, you might want to offer your services to Anthony. absolutely, uh, over at PingiOS, uh, and if you can donate those services <laughs> for for a period of time, that would be great. It would certainly help the distribution, and uh, you know, if uh, if if you'll do it for credit in the, in the OS, then so much the better, um, and. Yeah, so Anthony, if I, I realize that if you're doing this on your own, you're probably doing this as as a labor of love and without financial support. So if you can um, get anybody to help you out uh, for free, that would be great. If if um, if you have an opportunity or a method, even if you just send out an email survey to your users uh, as to what are they like best what are they not like, Uh, don't wait for them to provide you suggestions uh, because what they're doing there is they're finding what they feel is wrong and sending you suggestions on how to improve that. And you're going to get conflicting suggestions. If you go out to your user base and find a way to ask them very specifically, do you, well, things like, do you prefer to have multiple versions of a particular software package installed or would you rather uh, have a preselected one best in class and then you can change it if you like those kinds of very specific questions can help and then some general questions around what would you like to see you know what's missing what's what uh, what do you like best what do you like least that would give you some ideas to where to go to serve your users best
1: yeah and before I go any farther, I want to say I'm not harshing on Ping Guy at all. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that he is very passionate about what he does, uh, but I don't think he has enough help. So I also want to put out a call to anybody that, you know, if you want to contribute to a, a distribution and make it truly, truly great. Uh, maybe even, you know, where it's given Mint or Mate or Manjaro or Run for the Money on DistroWatch. You know, this is one that I I believe and feel that the developer is friendly and open to suggestions. And, you know, if you have, if you're looking for one to donate, you know, time or some financial resources, I know that he would appreciate it. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm not trying to harsh on him because he's done a lot more than I ever have about you know this you know he's been doing this for a little while and like I said I've used it in the past and it's just I think with the way the desktops are going and the the quality that's coming out from uh, the mate and the mints and uh, even Ubuntu's and stuff it's it, it feels a little dated you know, back when, you know, the Linux desktop was still developing, this was probably like, holy moly, this thing's got everything. I love it. But now it seems like most people just want to um, pick or I'll give you example, Mate, don't they their philosophy is pick the best in class and put that in.
0: Yeah. And uh, Ubuntu Mate is one of the ones that on boot you get to choose which browser you want mm-hmm. it's got a selector so
1: yeah so that's that's the kind of thingy and like how mint does and mate they they pick the best and then if you want something else you just pick it and download it and you got it so right. um i appreciate your suggestions on that so now my first my impressions of pen uh pen guy is it needs work in areas of the interface and program selection. It has promised, but right now, I do not think it would be a great fit for a new user.
0: Um, yeah, it might be a little more confusing than anything else.
1: Yeah, and uh, I'm not even going to um, to give it a rating uh, because he he's tried very hard. Um, and yeah. I'm hoping... That, uh, you know, he gets some help and then I can review it and he's, uh, uh, maybe made some changes or maybe he just says, the heck with, uh, with, uh, you, Bill, I'm going to continue doing it and that's fine too. He, he you know, like I said, uh, this is, this is all just constructive criticism. It's not meant to be mean or anything. But, uh, I would like to, um I like to see him getting some more help, and uh, you know, and if you if you got time, you know, get, go talk to him, see if he uh, can use you, and if he, uh, you know, you can help him make this a really truly great uh, Linux distro. So I'm going to reserve judgment. I'm just not going to recommend it for a new user. Someone who's been running Linux for a while, they probably won't have any issues installing it and, and, uh, working through it. So I'm going to say this is more of a intermediate uh, level right now.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's, it sounds like it's a, a distribution that if you want to get involved in the development of a distribution, this is a great one for you to, to get involved and to help out. So, uh, Great. Well, thanks for the review, Bill. And even though it's not one that we can recommend for the new user, it is one that uh, has, like you said, has some promise and could use some help. And if you're out there and you can help and you have the time to do it, please do.
1: Yes, please.
0: Uh, We'll have a link to the Ping iOS website, as well as some other links to videos and other things that that Anthony Norman has has provided. So thanks um one last thing before we sign off bill what's that uh i have a greeting for you from matthew Prey. now matt pray is um a um a person who hosts a podcast called MRP Tech Podcast, which okay. I was on episode 108, mm-hmm. uh, which was just recently released. And uh, Matt has—it uh, sounded like fairly recently, although it may have been a little while ago—gotten uh, his uh, his uh, ham radio license and wanted me to pass on seven three to <laughs> from him. He didn't. He didn't give me his call sign. Um, or if he did, I missed it. Uh, but, um, uh, yeah, uh, from, from Matt Prey to you, Bill,
1: 7.3. Well, congratulations on getting your license. It's, uh, a great, um, pastime and it works well with Linux <laughs> too. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's lots yep. of great software. So again, congratulations. That's, that's exciting. And, uh, send, uh, send me your, um your call sign and uh maybe one day we can uh chat a little bit and and maybe even do it on the air
0: (laughs) there you go and your call sign bill just for him
1: is whiskey bravo Four bravo bravo charlie which is wb4 bbc
0: there you
1: go yep so Uh, looking forward to um uh hearing uh, from him
0: Okay. And, uh, thanks for the review, Bill. This is great. Our next episode will be listener feedback
1: until then you can go to our website at goinglinks.com for articles and show notes, as well as links to download and subscribe.
0: We are the website for computer users who just want to use Linux to get things done.
1: If you like, you can participate directly with our friendly and helpful community members by joining the discussion in our Going Linux Podcast Google Plus community.
0: Until next time, thanks for listening. 73.